Hello, hello. Welcome back. Happy Tuesday. Uh, so I hope you had a great weekend. I wanted to start off talking a little bit about mine. So this weekend, I honestly didn't really do anything. It was kind of nice to just have a chill weekend, no plans, and just kind of getting back on track with all of the things that I've been putting off for a while. So that was nice. And I feel like a lot of times I'm really guilty about not having plans on the weekend because I work all week and then the weekend's kind of the only time I really have to do anything. But um, I saw this girl on TikTok saying that a weekend is basically an ice cream sundae or ice cream sandwich or whatever. And then having plans is just the cherry on top. So you shouldn't feel bad if you don't have plans on the weekend. It doesn't matter. And honestly, I had a great Friday, Saturday night just chilling, reading my book, watching uh, watching a movie. So if you don't have plans on a weekend, don't feel bad. It's fine. Um, sometimes you just need to rest and chill and take care of yourself. But on that note, I did end up going to the beach. I had a great time. It was nice. The water was perfect. The weather was amazing. And I am almost finished reading that Untamed book that I was talking about in last week's episode. And yeah, it was just all around a good time. However, a little bit before I was about to leave, some guy came up to me and sat down next to me and he made a comment that I just did not like. He he said to me, oh, you're so beautiful. Like, why are you here all by yourself? Someone as beautiful as you shouldn't be by yourself. And I was just like, excuse me, sir, what is that even supposed to mean? Why am I not allowed to exist and enjoy my own company? Um, like, what is what is wrong with that? And I feel like a lot of times, I do a lot of things by myself, okay? A lot of things by myself. I went on a, like, two and a half week trip by myself recently, okay? I enjoy spending time alone. And I have gotten weird responses from me doing things alone. And that just baffles me. Because if you are the only person that genuinely has your back and that you have to live with for your whole life, why should you not enjoy spending time alone? Why should you not enjoy your own company? Why should you not take yourself out on dates and activities? And the fact that I was approached and and someone said that to me, as if, first of all, as if attractiveness has anything to do with wanting to be alone, that that just made absolutely no sense to me. He was like, basically telling me like, oh, you're too pretty to exist on your own without a man or without a friend walking alongside you. Like what? Genuinely blew my mind that he said that to me. I, I don't know. I feel like as a woman, we are so often expected to like, have a guy and that's like the one thing that we should be chasing after that's like the one thing that like is a big goal you know but yeah that's nice and all to be in a relationship but why should that be my number one goal why should that be my number one priority why am I not allowed to just simply exist and do things on my own without somebody with me (sighs) I just had to vent about that a little bit but anyway spend time alone okay spend time alone enjoy your own company you are literally the one person that you have to live with forever and if you don't enjoy your own company you can't do things by yourself then how can you expect other people to enjoy your company i love hanging out by myself okay we have a blast me and myself we have a blast together i literally have some of the best times by myself and i like doing errands by myself i like taking myself out to eat and i've really been wanting to go to the movies by myself recently that's that's next on my date list for myself 
But I just don't think there needs to be a need to constantly have somebody to do things with. Sometimes not everyone's available. Sometimes other people have other things going on with their lives. That doesn't mean you should stop your own life whatsoever. If you want to do something and there's nobody that's available to do that thing that you want to do with, or nobody has the same interest or whatever, then don't let that stop you still go, still do it. Anyway, that's just my little two cents on that this morning. I like when I don't have plans because it kind of just gives me a little breather. Most of the times my life is really chaotic and packed with, you know, work, events, self-care, just like a bunch of stuff that I need to do. And then weekends are only like two days long pretty much. And I usually try to jam pack my weekends with like as much stuff as possible, like seeing all of my friends in one weekend and that gets really exhausting and I feel like I'm always on the move, always doing something. So I've been trying to practice being more mindful and slowing down. I saw something about red light meditation and game changer, absolutely game changer. On my way to work, I pass by so many, I feel like so, so much of the time it's like on autopilot and it's like rush, 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 like so much going on. It's chaos all the time. So it's really important to just like take a second to chill for a minute like even if it's literally five seconds and also eating I'm always eating while checking my phone like checking texts checking emails and you know we are practicing being present now that is the theme for this month it's gonna be being present my mind is always everywhere like I'm always multitasking always doing so much at once, like always being busy. And I think it's really, really nice to be able to just slow down and really focus on like the one thing at hand that you're doing. I don't remember the last time that I actually ate a meal without my phone around me or without like some sort of distraction, whether it was like being with somebody or watching something. Try that today. Just take a, have a meal with literally no other distractions in the way like just focus on what you're eating like the taste all of that being present utilize all of your senses try try a red light meditation too it feels so nice how many times throughout the day do we really sit there and just take a breath i feel like it's not really often unless you like meditate a lot which is awesome that you know if you do that that's wonderful but other than that like there's really no like we really don't do that oh another thing i got to do this weekend was clear out my closet my closet is a wasteland filled with so much stuff that i don't even use don't even wear it's just taking up space and i feel like my physical realm is so like it affects my mental well-being if my space is messy or cluttered then my brain just can barely function. I need my space to be cleared because that's a reflection of my inner world. And so when I have a closet that is filled to the brim with things that are useless, things that I've outgrown, and things that I just that just don't serve me anymore, don't fit me anymore, that I don't like anymore, don't align with like my style or how I want to present myself anymore. I feel like that definitely does have an effect on my mental well-being. And so I've been clearing out my closet, getting rid of whatever doesn't serve me anymore, getting rid of whatever I've outgrown. And I think it's really important to do that not only with 
material things like your closet, but also with relationships, mental space, etc. You need to let go to let in and that can be applied to anything. If I'm holding on to so much stuff that is not serving me in any way, shape, or form, then how is there going to be space to let in what does serve me and what is going to be aligned with, you know, what I want for myself? It's just not really possible. Like there's a capacity, you know, there's a limit to how much stuff we can store in our brains, how much space we have in our closet, how many friendships, relationships, etc. we can truly dedicate our times to. When there is an excess taking up that valuable space that is not helpful in any way and is not, then you're basically blocking yourself. If I have 50 hangers in my closet for, you know, things that I like to wear and want to keep in my rotation and 10 of those items I never touch, what are they there for? Get rid of them so that I have space for 10 other items that that's going to better benefit me. That's actually going to be utilized. Same for literally everything else. If you can only sustain five meaningful friendships and two of those friendships aren't good for you, you're limiting yourself from allowing better friends into your life. If you only have space for one romantic relationship and the one that you got isn't serving you anymore, you've outgrown it, then let go. Let go so that you can one day let in something that is better for you. And I noticed that when I have a closet, I'm keeping, I'm going to keep going back to this example because it's the most, you know, it's the most recent thing I can think of. But when I have a closet that is filled with things that don't serve me anymore, it is taking up physical space and mental space. And so by letting that go, I'm now creating more space, opening up more space, allowing more space for the things that do serve me. So let go to let in. I love that quote. I I think it applies to so much. And Think about what is it that you have to let go? Do you have to let go of anger? Do you have to let go of a certain relationship? Do you have to let go of certain physical things that are taking up space? Because not only is it taking up physical space, it's taking up mental space. Anyway, think about what you have to let go. And remember that if you don't let it go, you're not going to be able to let in new and improved and better and more aligned. So little life update. This kind of has to do actually with what I was talking about in the first episode about being pulled in two different paths, well, I ended up going towards something that was more aligned with my field. I'm a really creative person. I like doing things that are creative, but I was always kind of pushed towards this uh, healthcare route because, you know, my family and friends, whatever. And it's always been something that I was a little bit interested in, but didn't truly feel passionate about. You know, I was called towards some other different things um but anyway on that note i did get offered a job i got a new job and i'm really really excited i start that in like two weeks yeah there's that and that just kind of makes me feel like whatever is meant for you will truly be for you and it'll make sense and it'll feel good when i was you know when i got my job in healthcare i got a really great offer for something that would have helped out a lot um, with PA school and everything. And it should have been something that was really exciting, but I just was not excited about it. 
it was kind of just like, eh, yeah, I got this job. Yay, it's going to help me so much. <laughs> but my energy just wasn't there. And I'm really excited about this new position. Whatever's meant for you will be for you. The right opportunity is always going to come at just the right time. I think if I had gotten a job offer like this back um, closer to graduation, I don't know how I would have felt about it. But now I'm a lot more certain that this is kind of the path I want to go down. I was so like hard on myself after graduation because it took me a long time to find a job. I wasn't getting any offers. I was getting a lot of interviews, but no offers. And it really like, it really hurt my self-confidence a lot, to be honest. I was always one of those kids in high school and college that was an overachiever, like always got straight A's. School just came easy to me and, you know, honor student, whatever. So after I graduated, it was kind of just like, okay, why aren't all of these offers being handed to me? Like, why is it so much harder than I thought it was going to be? And I got rejected endlessly by so many jobs and it felt really bad. But nonetheless, here we are today, several months after graduation, we got something. We got something that I'm actually really excited about and whatever is meant for you will not pass you by that goes for jobs that goes for relationships that goes for everything a few of my friends actually also just got new jobs that align more with what they want so yay to all of us and don't be don't feel bad about yourself if you are just graduating and you don't have something lined up right away that's not really the reality for so many people it took me from May. Actually, I was applying since before May. I was applying probably starting in January for jobs. And it is now September. It took me like nine months to get a job that I was excited for. So don't worry. Things take time, but you'll get there. And if you aren't in your dream job right now, you'll get there. Life is not a sprint. So don't worry. Everyone is on a different path too, okay? Like even if you don't go to college, there's so many different paths out there for everybody. And I think it's just really kind of crazy how society forces this one sort of path onto us that we have to go through and we have to fulfill to be deemed as successful or to be deemed as, you know, whatever. But that traditional path does not work out for everybody whatsoever. And if you are on a different journey, that is okay. Take your time. Whatever's meant for you will be for you. Anyway, the full moon was just this past weekend. I love a good full moon. I always like to utilize the full moon as a time for setting intentions and releasing all of the things that I need to slash want to get rid of. Sometimes I make moon water. I did not do that this time. What you're supposed to do is, I guess, just fill a glass jar, mason jar, whatever, with water, put it outside under the moon, let the moon charge it, set your intentions with it, and then apparently if you drink it, it helps your manifestations come truer. Not exactly sure if that works or not, but anyway, I like to do it um, regardless. I think a lot of times what we believe, it doesn't really matter if it's true or not. It's just if we believe it, it will happen. Um, very much like placebo effects, but also very much just like our thoughts create our reality. And so if I say like, yeah, me making this moon water and then drinking it is going to affect what happens in my life because I truly believe that and I truly think so, then 
you know, I'm going to subconsciously be doing things that are going to lead to that. I really don't think all of that crystal astrology manifestation stuff is fake at all. I think there is a lot of truth behind it just based on how our um, beliefs affect our actions and how those actions create and shift our reality. I love astrology because I think that it's just so interesting how all of these celestial objects and what goes on in space can affect us on such a different level. I think that it's kind of silly to assume that these giant bodies in the sky wouldn't have an effect on us when they have an effect on everything else. The moon literally shifts our tides. And so to think that we are so much more beyond being affected by the moon and the stars is a little bit, I don't know, conceited. It's like saying we're bigger than that, which we're not. We're not bigger than that at all. We're we're a part of that. So speaking of astrology, my big three are Sagittarius, Virgo, and Taurus. And it is Virgo season right now. Love that. Oh, like speaking of your thoughts creating your reality, I always love to reference this experiment that you can do with rice or with plants or whatever. I've seen it done with rice more frequently. But if you put, you know, rice into two different jars and then speak negatively to one jar and speak positively to the other jar, like it literally changes the rice. If you talk negatively to this one jar for weeks, you know, it's going to get molded. It's going to get gross. It's going to be a sad, nasty pile of black rice. But if you talk to the rice in a positive and uplifting way, it does not create this mold. And so it's so important how you talk to yourself, what you expose yourself to. I think your diet has to do so much more um, with everything that you are consuming rather than just what you are eating. A lot of times people like to refer to your diet and how it's important to have a clean diet as in just the food that we're consuming. But a lot of times people forget that our diet is everything. Our diet is the music that we're listening to, the conversations that we're listening to, the television or movies that we're consuming. All of that affects us on a subconscious level. If you are always listening to negative, degrading music that's saying awful things, that affects your brain on a subconscious level and it's going to you know, make you grow mold inside. <laughs> Maybe not literally like the rice, but you know, it certainly does affect you. Even if you don't think so, it does because it's all subconscious. Like our mind does so much on a subconscious level. So be mindful of what you're consuming in every aspect, not just food. Of course, it's important to eat high vibrational, healthy foods as well, have balance, of course. But it's also equally, if not more important to be mindful of the music you're listening to and the people you're following on social media and the types of movies and shows and all of that that you're watching because like truthfully it does affect you. and before I end this episode I just want to remind you that there is probably somebody out there that you know it's admires you or really looks up to you in a way but you don't know it and I think it's really cool to just imagine how many people look up to us and are inspired by us without us even knowing. A little bit of a story, there was this girl in my high school that 
you know, I didn't necessarily agree with all of her beliefs, but she spoke out about them really confidently and she was always like so sure of herself and I really admired her for, you know, speaking out on her beliefs even when the majority of the people in the room did not agree with her, you know, even including myself, but just the fact that she was able to so confidently speak her mind really made me respect her. Um, I did actually end up telling her and she was really appreciative about it, but you just never know how many people secretly admire something about you without you knowing. I think that's really awesome. And if you do admire someone, you should probably tell them. I'm sure they would be so happy to hear that. It's not weird. But likewise, back at yourself, there's probably people out there that think what you're doing is cool or think how you show up for yourself is cool and you know you don't even know it so just keep doing you because I'm sure that there's somebody out there that thinks what you are up to is awesome on that note hope you have a lovely week I know this episode was kind of short uh I'm gonna start actually like structuring my episodes so that I have a plan of what to talk about and I'm not just rambling but We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening. Thanks for hanging out and chilling with me. Hope you had a lovely day and a lovely weekend. And I'll talk to you next week. Bye.